Good evening and welcome to the Lost Lake Power Podcast. So, uh, this evening I am training in our new employee uh, on his second day of learning the all the milking milking routines, um, which generally here, anyways, the hardest parts are learning the cows. Um, learning to identify the cows and, um, and learning all the setup and cleaning steps. Um, apologize for the wind. I don't, hopefully it's not too bad in there. Uh, but, uh, and outside I'm, uh, He's in there, he's still, he's doing some cleaning, he's in, on one of the steps, um, running the wash cycle and cleaning the parlor, and while he's doing that, I'm going out and uh, doing the evening pig, pig feeding. So, it is always exciting getting a new employee, because the last couple months, we've had to, between me and Renee, manage um, extra cleaning and extra milking tasks, um, including on days when I am making cheese. Um, so sometimes that has meant longer days and also sometimes not ideal milking schedule for the cows if we get to it later. Um, so that is nice to have that again. Uh, but of course, it takes takes you know at least a couple weeks to really have a new employee be independent. Um, and so, but it's it's worth it. And I'm excited about this new hire. I think they have have potential local person that grew up around here and lived their whole life here. So, so yeah, that's, it's always nice to have somebody local. Oh, now we've got pig sounds. Um, and also have maybe a 10 minute commute. So that also is nice. And so I, I guess I want to talk a little bit about how I go about training. Um, this is I, not the first time I've managed employees. It's been different levels. You know, sometimes in when I was working on farms in Germany, I would help with uh, um, sort of managing some of the student interns and stuff when I was uh, one of the sort of older older apprentices um, but uh, and so that was some of my first experience and then after uh, college my first job at uh, Cornell I had um, at times I mean, nobody was directly all the time under my supervision, but I had uh, st- 
student workers that I was managing for certain parts of their jobs, that things that fell under my purview. Dwayne, you've got food. You don't need to knock me around. Yeah, let me find your tub. Why do you guys always hide your tubs? Um, I can't feed you if I don't have tubs to put feed in. Dwayne, just eat what I've given you already. Don't be so difficult. Jeez, Polly. And uh, then I guess I had, I had uh, in my Iowa State job, I had <clears throat> in the summer, I had student workers that were directly under my supervision all the time, um, uh, full time in the summer and kind of like a few hours a week in the winter, uh, well, during the school year. And then, yeah, then the employees we've had here, which was a full-time employee in uh, our first summer and fall. And then, jeez, uh, you guys are being difficult. Nobody will let me just keep following me around instead of eating what I've already given. I usually have a way of feeding these pigs well. Give them one thing to distract them, and then I go feed somewhere else, but they're not being satisfied with anything. They're always wanting to go to wherever I am with the bucket instead of... So I can't. It makes it hard to dump. So, at any rate, sorry for my distraction. Over the years, I've had some experiences managing and training employees and teaching tasks and that sort of thing. And I've also had a number of jobs and been taught tasks. So I have sort of, I guess each time I, I develop sort of, I sort of do it differently and each person learns differently. And I try to do a combination of Explaining, I always like to explain why I do things and the mechanisms of things, um, how they work and why they work, and not just a step by step do this, do this, do this. But when I find, at least for some people, it's easier to remember if you know why you're doing something and not just doing what you were told to do. Um, and then the um, then uh, you know sometimes some things I like to first show and then have of them do and if if possible right in sequence. So I'll do a thing and then have them do it right afterwards if it's something that's, you know, kind of difficult, difficult to figure out. So they have the visual example of this is how it's done and then followed by trying to figure out how to make their muscles do it because it takes a little while to build that muscle memory, but that's how the true um true memory of of that task gets built is when you as you're feeling it um so i i try and work in multiple components of different learning styles and then 
um, I sort of explain as we're going on, this is the next step and we do this and this. And then on the other, the following days, then rather than saying it again, which, you know, I guess if I would say it over and over again, eventually they would get it. But I try to um, ask them and try have them try to remember what did we do yesterday or two days ago or whenever the last time was, or what did Kevin say, and try and pull that out of their memory. Because um, I guess from what I have learned of how memory works, uh, the way to make it move from a short-term memory to a longer-term memory is to the, the act of accessing that memory uh, makes it a stronger memory. So by making them, even if it's painful and takes some pulling and some hints and that sort of thing, making them uh, try and, re, you know, pull it out of their own memory uh, will speed up the learning process. This is my understanding anyways. Um, and so I I try and do that and, you know, and help them along with that. And, of course, every every day it gets a little bit easier because we've done things more, more times. And then as they are, you know, then I'll sort of move into having them move through things and I'm basically watching to make sure they're remembering everything and if they forget I'll remind them and um, then eventually it kind of moves into we're more like working alongside of each other as we progress into the training that we're kind of moving, doing the tasks, and then it becomes, takes less and less time each time we're working together to the point that, you know, we're working as a good, efficient team. And after we've done that for several times, then I feel like the person is probably ready to do it on their own. But even with all that, usually after a few times, after that first time or the first couple times doing it on their own, when I am not there, I will get text messages or they come to wherever I am. And I'll be like, wait a second, how do we do this? Um, because, it, you know, I don't know if it's, um, you know, sort of the, the panic of being, being on your own suddenly or if it's just... Uh, um, you know, it wasn't as cemented as I thought, or who knows, it doesn't really matter, but there are usually follow-up questions, and sometimes there are, like, things that come up that we didn't go over previously in the training, and, and because there are things that happened with cow, you know, cows or animals, and, 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 uh, they're, you know, they're not always uniform and the same and things will come up with udders and milk and that sort of thing. Or the machinery will break and not work right. Um, so they're all kinds of reasons that questions will come up and I really encourage questions. I love when people are not, I make it clear. It's fine if you make mistakes or if you don't know something or if you 
don't remember something, um, I, the only thing that will make me really mad is if you make a mistake and, and try and hide it in some way. And which I guess I, I haven't ever had happen, but, um, hopefully that's because they, all my employees have felt comfortable enough coming to me with problems to help troubleshoot or deal with the issues that came up or, or whatever. Um, and let's see, I feel like there was another aspect of training and teaching work I wanted to talk about. Um, well, I guess just in general, my, uh, my approach on managing people is to be, um, collegial. So I, I try and treat my employees with respect and not just boss them around in mean ways. And I don't make them do anything that I wouldn't do or haven't done. And um, also try to lead by example as much as possible. And I feel like that helps with morale and, and probably a lot of other things. So, so uh, you know, sort of the collegial aspect, I feel like that's kind of like treating them as a friend or an acquaintance who is coming to help me out and uh, with with my work because I have more than I can handle and I appreciate that and I try and um, express that thank thanks and gratitude and appreciation um, but I also because I recognize that the main reason they're doing it is for income and to get paid. I am paying them for their time because that is a value. Um, and so um, that is, I guess, the other aspect of that. And, but I, I continue to, and you know, I'm the boss because I'm the one who's here every day. And so my instructions on a more day-to-day -day basis are not because I'm the bossy boss who is telling everybody what to do and I'm somehow more worthy. It's because I'm the one who, who gets to be here every day. And so I'm just updating them on what has happened and what would be most helpful for them to do on this day or what's different from the last time they were here. And so that's how I approach kind of instructions at, uh, on an ongoing basis. So that's enough for tonight on uh, my thoughts on managing and training employees. So uh, have a good night, stay warm.